Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Romans. We're in chapter 3, looking at verses 5 and 6, read from today's international version. In yesterday's reading, Paul uh, asked a question that uh, what if some were unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? And of course, the answer is no. And then he said, let God be uh, true and every human be a liar. And then we look at these verses and it's the objection regarding the unrighteousness of man and the righteousness of God. So in yesterday's, uh, what if some are unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? And the answer is no. So he's continuing this train of thought. And for that uh, Jew who will misconstrue what is being said, they're going to think the unrighteousness of man, in fact, brings out more clearly the righteousness of God and therefore may not be righteously punished by God. But God looks at the heart and he's going to judge the world both Jews and Gentiles. Many of the Jews of Paul's day figured that God would condemn the Gentile for their sins, but save the Jews despite their sins. So let's listen to Romans chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, read from today's New International Version. But if our unrighteousness brings out God's righteousness more clearly, what shall we say? That God is unjust in bringing his wrath on us? I am using a human argument. Certainly not. If that were so, how could God judge the world? Again, Romans chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that's Romans chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, read from today's international version. And as we are reading through the book of Romans, I pray that uh, you are not being um, confused or that I'm not losing you with trying to understand this myself and make it plain so that I can share. So if it, if just drop me a line and say okay you missed a mark on that one <laughs> because I'm reading these commentaries and some of them are have so much Greek that it's hard to figure out the English part of it and then there's well anyway I'm not going to make excuses because I did make this commitment so let's go ahead and dive into verses 5 and 6 of Romans chapter 3 Paul is um, speaking to his Jewish brothers who he's already said are self-righteous they want to be the leaders 
but they are they want to be leaders that say do what I say and not as I do they want to continue to do what they want to do but hold others up to a whole different standard so now they're talking about the unrighteousness of man and light and not just the Jew of man in light of the righteousness of God and the question is but if our unrighteousness demonstrates the righteousness of God what shall we say and Paul brings the counter argument of an opponent if my unrighteousness will demonstrate God's righteousness how can God judge me my sin ultimately serves to bring him more glory and that is good and we know that that does not make sense <laughs> but a lot of people may feel that way if what I've done when uh, God deals with me it brings glory to him then I've done it for something good but let me go ahead and share because he's gonna give they're gonna give a good example is God unjust, unjust who inflicts wrath is the question is God unjust who inflicts wrath Paul was familiar with uh, the line of thinking that says God is in control of everything even my evil will ultimately demonstrate his righteousness therefore God is unjust if he inflicts his wrath on me because I'm just a pawn in his hand in theory the most dramatic example of someone who might ask this question is Judas and if you'll remember Judas is the disciple that uh, betrayed Christ with a kiss to point him out to uh, the Roman officials and it says can you hear Judas make this his case and Judas would say Lord I know that I betrayed Jesus but you used it for good in fact if I hadn't done what I did Jesus would not have gone to the cross at all what I did was was even fulfilled in this uh, was even fulfilled the scriptures so how can you judge me for that and the answer to Judas might go like this yes God used your wickedness but it was still your wickedness there was no good no pure motive in your heart at all it is no credit to you that God brought good out of your evil you stand guilty before God and we have to think as we um, even try to justify some of the, the, the mistakes some of the uh, willful mistakes that we've made in our lives and even if something good comes out of it we're still guilty and God is still faithful and Paul says I'm speaking as a man it doesn't mean that Paul is without inspiration of the Holy Spirit or apostolic authority instead he explains that only as a man a fallen man at that would anyone dare to question God's judgment and then he answers his own question uh, if I do wrong and good comes from it you know what what harm is done is God gonna is let's see what does it say um, is 
is uh, that is that God is unjust in bringing wrath his wrath on us and he says certainly not God is uh, not being unjust for if he allowed it how could he judge the world Paul dismisses the question of his opponents easily if things were such as his opponents suggested that God could judge no then God could judge no one if it is true that God will use even the unrighteous man and it is true that God will use even the unrighteousness of man to accomplish his works and bring praise to his name Judas's betrayal of Jesus is a perfect example nevertheless part of the way God glorifies himself in man's sin is by righteously judging the unrighteous unrighteousness and how will God judge the world for both Paul and his readers it was given that a day of judgment was coming when some will be acquitted and some condemned he didn't need uh, the context uh, did not need to contest this point it was simply understood in that culture Paul understood that God would judge the world both the Jew and the Gentile let's pray father we thank you for your word we thank you that even as uh, we try to decipher it help us to rightly divide your word Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. We just lost one of the church leaders in our community, praying for that family. Uh, you know what all of the needs are. Praying for those who need you for whatever uh, other needs there are. My sister-in-law lost her mom, so praying for her family. Praying for those in uh, Israel and in Afghanistan and in Gaza and in places where they need a, a special touch from you. In the name of Jesus, praying for a world peace, God. We're praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We're praying for the peace of Israel and in uh, Afghanistan and in Gaza and in other places in the world, especially those in the household of faith. And Father, we're thanking you in advance because we know that uh, there will be conflicts. There will be wars. You said that. And we know that, God, you nothing that happens in the world takes you by surprise. It may surprise us as it surprised Israel on October 7th that an enemy had uh, done so much damage. So, God, uh, we're praying for them, praying for those who need you for whatever special needs they may have. And thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.